Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome back to Don V Fridays. Yeah, we back in the building, man. Back in the building. Being, I had to take some time because two weeks ago, I had went to Blacksburg. And then last week, I had, all the way up until like yesterday, I was in Pennsylvania and work was busy. Work was crazy. And yeah, man. It's hard, it's hard, it's hard to lock in sometimes when you're busy and traveling and in and out and left and right and up and down. Y'all know how that shit go. But uh, we back, man. That's all that matters. We back to it. Back to the grind. Um, guess I can catch y'all up on some on some things. Uh, I'm going to talk about the state of the program a little bit. I'm going to just talk about the state of the program. Uh, since I since last Don V Fridays, um, Virginia Tech is one and is two and one. Sorry, Virginia Tech is two and one. They lost to Boston College. They beat ODU. You know whatever. It was a blah performance. And then they went out against uh, Furman and damn near lost. Uh, it took referee interfer- interference. And, and for those saying it was the right call or uh. You know, they did block before the onside kick. Yeah, but are they calling that shit Bama-Clemson National Championship game? No. Are they calling that uh, fourth quarter in the playoff game? No. Are they calling that in a Orange Bowl? No. It's one of those things where, yeah, somebody did it, but given given the stakes and who the opponent and who who's playing, they ain't calling that shit. You think they're calling that shit in a big game versus two ranked opponents on ABC primetime? You think a primetime game is going to get fucked up potentially over that call? Nah, man. No, I'm pretty sure Furman ain't the first uh, team to ever do that. Where somebody makes contact with a player before the ball hits 10 yards and they recover. I'm pretty sure Furman's not the first team to do that. They probably was the first team to get fucked on it, though, but... That's the way the cookie crumble. Uh, you know, rather them than me, as far as getting fucked on the call, it happens. We ought to been there firm and suck it up. But uh, yeah, we yeah, the refs had to fuck Furman for uh, the refs had to fuck Furman for us to beat them. You know, shit crazy. But uh, that show some love, my bookie. Always got to show love to my bookie. Uh, it's football season, folks. We we uh we going into week three of the NFL, you know, all kinds of people are hurt, all kinds of people are suspended. All kinds, Minka Fitzpatrick, everybody getting uh traded. Jalen Ramsey want to get traded, but uh, it, you know, my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend. My bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any sports book. Period. This year they're hosting the first online super, the first online handicapping super contest. First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 
dollars, hundred bands, a lot of money. It only costs a hundred dollars to enter. All you gotta do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me. That's why my bookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. My bookie has live and game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarded player perks in the business in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Join now. Get up to $200 in free bets. Use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R. Yeah, my spell would be fucked. <laughs> I can't spell for shit. CHAIR, folks, like the one your ass is sitting in, uh, to activate the offer. Visit MyBookieOnline today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use the promo code CHAIR when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet. When get paid. Speaking of getting paid, Jerry Kill. Let's talk about it. Jerry Kill. With the finesse of the decade. Uh, last I had heard about Jerry Kill on a professional level, he was about to be some small schools AD. But then he got that itch to, to coach again. Um for those who know, for those who don't know, Jerry Kill was the head coach of the Minnesota Gophers for uh, a nice period of time. He had ran across some health issues. I think he had a seizure or some shit where uh, I don't think head coaching was healthy for him. But uh, he was a pretty decent coach at Minnesota, considering that it's Minnesota and it's probably hard to get top recruits to go to Minnesota because who the fuck would want to do that? But he was a pretty decent coach. He was a pretty consistent coach. Um, and, yeah, pretty much Virginia Tech has brought him in to be uh, assistant coach to Justin Fuente and Brad Cornelson, 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 however you pronounce it. Uh the move tells me that, yes, there is issues. Uh, the fact that you got to hire a former head coach to help your current head coach in year four of his tenure, uh, it lets me know that this ain't about no damn turkey bacon and this ain't about no damn cleats, that maybe there is issues uh, on the field and off the field. Um I mean, pre I mean, pretty much we're paying Jerry Kill $175,000 to tell Brad Cornelson to run less jet sweeps because I think Brad said himself, uh, first order of business is uh, holla at Jerry Kill about improving the running game. And Jerry Kill's going to fucking uh, motherfucker's going to stroke his... His, his neck or his beard or whatever. And he going to say, stop running sideways all the time. And he going to go home and collect his money. It's a hard day's work. Salute the Jerry Kill, man. Listen, I will always salute the finesse. I am here for all types of uh, finessery and robbery. I'm here for it. Unless you the head coach. Because 
Justin Fuente is also a finesser, scammer, robber, but uh, he's doing more damage than good. But Jerry Kill finessing for a little hundred seventy-five thousand. Hey man, get your money, man. Get your money, Jerry Kill. But um, if I can speak to the the man Jerry Kill, cause I don't know Jerry Kill at all, but I know somebody who does. He played college football at Minnesota, and uh. He played under Jerry Kill and uh no actually no I'm I'm lying. He he was recruited by Jerry Kill. He was going to play for Jerry Kill and then uh they ended up bringing in PJ Fleck cuz of Jerry Kill's health issues. And uh this person I ain't going to you know out the person or uh you know put him on blast or nothing like that because you know but he 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 liked Jerry Kill, the person. He was going to go to Minnesota for Jerry Kill. Unfortunately, Jerry Kill got sick or had his health shit going on. And um, this this person didn't get along with P.J. Fleck at all. You know, it, it, a lot of a lot of this, you know, he's probably echoing a lot of the same stuff that Jerry Kill did say about P.J. Fleck, where P.J. Fleck is the star and not, you know, the actual team and all that shit. But uh, from somebody, from somebody who I trust that played at Minnesota, that knows Jerry Kill was recruited by Jerry Kill. Uh, he had nothing negative to say about Jerry Kill. All I heard was positive positivity from this from this Minnesota player. So uh, if and Lord knows what the climate we got going on as far as our player, coach, relations at Virginia Tech, while we got Fuente, a head coach, who seems to be a goddamn cactus when it comes to his personality, not really personable, not really likable, none of that shit, just a head football coach, do what the fuck I do, and that's it. Um, we need more coaches on the staff that the players like, and... I'm pretty sure there's some older people listening to this shit, rolling their eyes like, oh, fuck what they like, but... It's 2019, bro. Your players got to like you. This isn't the fucking, like, 60s where you just, like, rule with an iron fist. Like, that iron fist shit is dead. Your players have to like and respect you and want to play for you. Um, these players, a lot of these athletes in today's time, they they are aware that they are not just athletes. And they are worth way more than that. And they want to be treated a certain way. They want to like who they play for. So... Yes, older Hokies. Um, sorry to break the news to you, but uh, yeah, players got players like to like people. They don't just—they're not just mindless zombies. They're just—I hate this person, but I'm go play for them. They don't do that no more. They will leave your ass. They will bounce. But um, like I said, from what I heard from a very reliable source who knows Jerry Kill personally, this ain't no motherfucking. Uh, I heard from a person that heard from a person. This is from somebody who knows Jerry Kill, uh, was recruited by Jerry Kill, but uh, never had nothing bad to say about him. And this was before uh, this person spoke glowingly of Jerry Kill, before I even knew that Jerry Kill would be involved in Virginia Tech. He used to just say this shit, you know, just, just about his experience with him. So I thought I would share that with my listeners, but like I said, I can't... Uh, Put the dude on, you know, put the dude on Front Street and shit. You know, especially for what he said about Fleck. He didn't have much uh, nice things to say about P.J. Fleck, though. So, 
And I wanted P.J. Fleck. When P.J. Fleck, before he went to Minnesota, I was hoping we would land him. But, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it works out. Um, if Jerry Kill can get the run game popping, which I uh, I think is possible. It is, it's not like we got, like, a shitty old line or, you know, we got uh, we got Keyshawn King. We got nice players. It's just the scheme is ass. Are they going to change the scheme because Jerry Kill say so? I doubt it. Uh, will they maybe call something more frequently or more or less because of Jerry Kill? I mean, it's possible. But I don't think it can be all but so fixed. You know what I'm saying? There's only so much Jerry Kill can influence. But um, he about to get 175 bands, so he ain't tripping. Um, I think I put out a tweet. I said... If the run game improves, Jerry Kill is God. He's going to get all the credit. But if it doesn't, Jerry Kill is going to still count his money. He's going to be like, all right. I mean, if y'all really want me to fix this run game, give me more of the offense. And uh, Brad and Fuente ain't about to do that. I, I seen another person. I seen other people say shit like uh, they, they setting, they setting Cornell, Cornelson up. They setting him up basically to be the fall guy. And Jerry Kill the uh take his position or whatever. I can see that. I can see that. I think Fuente, uh, he realized the heat is on. He's supposed to be an offensive mastermind and shit. In the offense, over three weeks, now, it ain't been that impressive where we need Jerry, you know what I'm saying, where we need to hold on to Fuente and corners. So he'll probably throw his mans under the bus and uh, bump up Jerry Kill. That, ain't, that don't sound hella crazy. So uh, we we will see in the coming weeks. We're off. Virginia Tech Hokies are off this week coming, but uh, they're on a bad week. But next week they play Duke on Friday night. Um, Virginia Tech low key struggled to uh, run the ball on Old Dominion in Boston College. They ran the ball better on Furman, but it's fucking Furman. So we don't know what to make of that. I, well, I don't know what to make of that. So we'll, we won't know how good the running game improved or whatever until we start playing ACC opponents again, which starts uh, against Duke. Then we'll know exactly where we at. I think I got an idea where we at from when we played Boston College, but whatever, they might have improved. You know, maybe Jerry Kill going to say stop running sideways, and we'll see. We will see. Um, let's move on, though. But before we move on, guys, y'all remember the days when you was always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed? Hot girl summer is over, folks. It's cuffing season. So you might want to holler at bluechew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you your first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, full, stomach, or empty. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, 
but Blue Chew helps your follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S., which is very important. It says, it says Blue Chew prepares the ships direct. They're cheaper than the they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, I got a special deal for my listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special promo code Armchair, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code Armchair to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Showing love. Blue Chew. Get your Blue Chew. Because uh, you trying to lay up, you can't get your shit together, women will leave. Or men, whatever you into, whatever's your shit. But you got to be ready at all times. Um, moving on, moving on. I uh, seen something on Twitter that caught my eye. Um, this is something that completely doesn't involve me at all. This is just me. Looking at it from afar, I kind of see all sides. I thought I'd speak on it, but um, either I think it was last night, night before last, uh, it was announced that uh, Meg Thee Stallion would be coming to Virginia Tech to do a show, probably Homecoming or something. And a and a user by the name of at Henry Scutt S K U T T dropped a he dropped an American Dad meme with uh. Well, Roger, not Roger, uh, Stan doesn't get out of bed. I, I haven't seen American Dad in like 10 years, but uh, he didn't get out of bed. Like, oh, Meg Thee Stallion's coming. And then, like, dude doesn't get out of bed. Like, he don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's a pretty commonly used meme. Commonly used video on the Twitter. Oh, man, it pissed some black people off. It pissed black people off. I don't know if these was all Virginia Tech students. I'm pretty sure this was all Virginia Tech students that engaged in this uh, war of insults. And it was a full-blown race war on the timeline last night. It got kind of spooky. Um, But I do see... First of all, you should never get so mad online where you should be trying to take somebody's uh, life uh. I don't think nothing Henry Scott posted was uh so inflammatory that he should lose his livelihood or scholarship or whatever the fuck he got going on at Tech. He shouldn't lose whatever. He shouldn't be expelled or whatever the case may be. He shouldn't be canceled for posting a fucking meme about him not giving a fuck about Megan Stallion. But this is what I'll say to Henry, Mr. Scott. When you say something bad about uh, Beyonce, Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Rihanna, um, might be other prominent black women that uh, in the entertainment industry, you will be met with, you're not going to be met with logic, you're not going to be met with, uh, I understand where you're coming from, you're not, no. They are looking to get you the fuck on up out of here. They are coming for your goddamn throat. Especially as a especially you being from what I seen in your avi, I don't know you. 
I don't know if that's a burner account. I'm just going to assume you're the dude in the Abbey as a, uh, as a Caucasian male. Uh, you saying anything about, once again, Meg, Beyonce, Cardi, Rihanna. If it ain't praise, they coming for your ass, bro. Megan got stands, stands. These women got, these women, their fans are fiercely loyal and they take it they take any slights against them as you don't you don't like black people you don't like black women you don't like black culture and stay your fucking unseasoned mayonnaise ass on your side that's how they look at it i'm not saying they're right i'm just saying that's how they feel so is is the man a racist because he's not a meg the stallion fan no I'm not a Meg Thee Stallion fan, but um, I'm a dude. You know, Meg Thee Stallion doesn't make music for me. Her music isn't for me. Um, and it's damn sure not for him, because he's just stated that clearly. Um, but I, he's just he's just getting memes off, getting jokes off. That's what the fuck Twitter's for. Get these jokes off. Get these memes off. Get these laughs off. Life is fucking miserable. Get your laughs off. But um. I will my advice to Mr. Uh Mr. Henry Scutt in the future would be uh when you come for Meg, Beyonce, Rihanna, uh who else I say? Cardi and his others, I'm these are the focus four, the prominent four. When you come for them, be ready for whatever comes with that. Cause uh when you put out tweets about them and it ain't glowing tweets, you better be ready for the smoke, young man. That's all I'm gonna say. Be ready for the smoke at all times. Be ready for the goddamn smoke. Cause uh, their fans will bring it. Uh, that doesn't make you a racist. Um, it's kind of it's kind of similar. I'm a 49ers fan, and I remember Nick Nick Bosa, who wound up being a number two pick. He had said something about Beyonce, like he don't like Beyonce or he thought Beyonce was overrated. And it was the same type of deal. Like, is Nick Bosa racist? I'm telling you, dog. If it, because, and I ain't trying to get too, too off track or whatever. When it comes to historically, like, black women specifically are so tired of being slighted at every turn. Like, they announced Meg Thee Stallion to Virginia Tech. They announced, you know, Meg Thee Stallion to Virginia Tech. And I don't know exactly when you posted it. It might have been right when they announced it or it was probably the same day or whatever. But they looked at it like we have something to be happy about and you kind of shit on it, even though you're just getting your jokes. And I get it, but they didn't look at it like that. They looked at we're happy and this motherfucker just tried to shit over it. And that's when shit went left. Like I said... It ain't for me because one, I ain't even go to college, and two, I'm not a made Italian fan. But I can see how that shit spiraled into some crazy shit. Um, but yeah, shit, you'll be alright. Twitter didn't try to get all this out here, nigga. Shit, welcome to welcome to the gang. You ain't a, you ain't a Twitter user if you ain't got no bullet holes. That's how it goes. But that's it for this week's Don V Fridays, man. Um. Not gonna predict no games this week. Virginia Tech not playing. Uh, 
I'm gonna just kick back, just watch football stress free, and get back at it. Uh, get back at it next week. We play Friday night. The stream. I oh yeah, this this is something I had. I I do I do need to say. There was a farming post game stream. I streamed on on my YouTube page, Don V seven five seven. I had got tweets after the game saying, "Where's the stream? When's the stream?" I stream on YouTube after the games, Don V757. I don't stream on Periscope anymore. Well, I don't want to say I don't stream on Periscope anymore. I stream post-game on YouTube. So you can call in and shit. Because people was like, oh, man, where the stream at? That definitely go. I streamed hours ago. So heads up for the uh, people that, that watches the post-game streams. I will stream after the Duke game. It's we play Friday night, so it's probably gonna be a late night stream. So, but it's gonna be a Friday night, so we can hang out, shit, call in. Hopefully, not the vent. Hopefully, it'll be after a win, a big win, and we can celebrate. But uh, that's pretty much it, man. That's it for Navi Friday. See y'all next week. God bless.